What if I told you that someone's going to wake up and start facing the problems and challenges that they've been avoiding? That someone's going to make changes that will transform their life? That someone's going to let go of their fear and start pursuing their dreams? What if I told you that this person could be you? It's time to step up your awareness and start taking control of your life. Discover a life of meaning and purpose. Empower yourself to be the best that you can be. It's all here in the Garrett's Guidance Show. Welcome to the Garrett's Guidance Show. I'm your host, Garrett Cano. Every week we come to talk to you about purpose. We come to talk to you about passion, about how you can find more meaning in your life. We come to talk to you about awareness and how you can increase your self-confidence and feel more empowered. And this week, we're going to talk about a whole host of issues here this week. But I wanted to focus on the main theme, I guess, today is just subtle ways that you can start to improve your life. Subtle ways that'll make a big difference in your feeling of confidence and your feeling of having more self-control in your life where you feel like you're moving forward rather than falling apart and moving backwards. And I want to start off with something that is very difficult during the holidays. And I would say it is difficult in general, but it tends to be more difficult during the holidays. See, we're reaching the period of time of the year where people are getting stressed out. They're starting to get pressure they're starting to, you know, the, 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 the winter time kicks into gear where people aren't feeling as happy and they're not feeling as um, energized as they were during the spring and during the summer. And life has its demands because you've got Christmas parties and you've got financial pressures and you've got all these demands on you left, right and center. I'm noticing that um, as I supervise various clinicians in my field, that uh, my staff and other clinicians that, I'm, that I supervise they're starting to get a little bit of burnout. In fact, I just send an email out to my group, letting them know how to avoid burnout at this time of year. And I'm noticing that this time of the year is particularly difficult, especially as snow begins to accumulate. I don't know where you are in the world, but we started to get snow here in Edmonton. In fact, we had a blizzard for like the last two days. <laughs> so that brings its own additional challenges when you're trying to drive on the road, let alone traffic in general. It's chaos, people. It's chaos. And then, of course, in the United States, there's all this tension around the vote that's coming up next week for the midterm elections. And people are, are shooting up everything from synagogues to yoga studios God, it's chaos over there. And then other periods, other parts of the world, you got all sorts of chaos, financial markets going insane. How do you deal with it all? Well, this time of year is an important time of the year to try to do your best to be self-aware of the fact that you're stressed, of the fact that you have a lot going on, and try to take care of yourself as much as possible. You see, when people get stressed, one of the first things that they try to do is they try to lean towards vices. And believe me, those vices are going to be there this time of the year. Whether it's alcohol, people tend to consume a lot of alcohol on the holidays. In fact, that's one of the reasons in Detroit they had to shut down 
um, the service of liquor, I think it's either on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, somewhere on there, when I lived in Detroit, they had to shut it down because they didn't want people going to bars or didn't want people drinking a lot during the holidays and spending time with their family. Well, the challenge is sometimes family is stressful. <laughs> you have to go and see people you may not completely like, but it, you know, you love them because they're family or, you know, you spend time with them because they're family. And so it, it brings its own tension this time of year, it brings its own challenges. And it's important for you to have some kind of self-control and self-awareness that if you in, indulge too much in food, if you indulge too much in, in alcohol, if you indulge too much in whatever your vice is, that that might create in and of itself more problems for you. And you're just going to have to deal with it in the new year. What I'd like to do is I'd like to share with you some tools and techniques for you to start paying attention to your stress as, is it, as it's accumulating now and start establishing some healthy habits for yourself now so that you're not falling apart by the time New Year comes around or so that you're not stressed out of your mind this entire holiday season. It's important to take some time for yourself. Some time for yourself somewhere in the day where you say, this is my time to sit back and do me for, for a small moment. I know that you've got a lot going on. All of us do. This is, this is a time of year where life demands a little bit more from us. And that includes out of our pockets when you're buying gifts and whatnot. But it is a time of year to also pay attention to how you can start to prepare for the new year and how you can start to make sure that you're aware of some areas of your life that you need to keep in check in order for you to function. And so one of the simple things that you can do, and this is something that I had encouraged in an email out to my clinicians and my staff, is that it's important to take some time out of your day to breathe and decompress. To breathe and decompress, to slow yourself down and whatever that looks like. I know many, many women out there love to take baths. Ladies, take a bath. Take a bath. Enjoy it. Put some Epsom salt in there. You know, whatever kind of lotion or oils you may want to have, take a bit of care of yourself right now. Because if you're not, I, I promise you, you're going to break down as this season gets more and more intense as time goes on. For the men out there, whatever you do, to, a lot of men like to work out. I work out. I'm, I'm one of those workout guys you see at the gym trying to push weights more than what he should be. That is what I do. I go to the gym, and if I step away from that routine where I'm not at the gym, believe me, you don't want to be around me. I'm cranky, you know. I'm like one of these people who you just uh, who's like, hey, man, what's going on with this guy? That's how I de-stress. That's how I get rid of a lot of built up. And women out there, same thing. I, I'm not trying to be sexist in any way. Women, you can go work out too. There's a lot of women who work out at the gym as well. I was just trying to think of something that would be equivalent to a bath because men typically don't take baths. That's something that most men don't do. I've noticed that. I've, I, you know, I could take a survey of men who are among my friend group and I'd say, how many of you take a bath? I don't think one of them would raise their hand. Anyway, but it's also finding different ways of making sure that you're taking care of yourself emotionally. And that, that can mean like very subtle things, but they can help out. One of the ways you can take care of yourself emotionally is just put away the things that distract you for a moment. Put away the phone and the craziness and all the things that are going on. I've, I've got people, I live in Canada, and so many people are talking to me about all the things that are going on in the media. I'm like, listen, I, let's talk about something else. Like, you know, I'm, I'm with a volleyball group, and they're starting to talk about Trump. I'm like, hey, hey, that, let's not talk about Trump. Let's stick away from Trump for a bit. 
You know, we don't need to talk about a guy who's incredibly infuriating half the world right now. Nobody needs to know about that. Let's talk about something else. Even though I like the guy, by the way, and I don't want to get into that either. <laughs> I do like the guy, but, uh, you know, he's, he infuriates a lot of people, that's for sure. Okay. So start to unplug. Take some time away from the things that are sucking the energy out of you. And I'd like you to think of it that way. What are some things in your life right now that you need to adjust that are sucking the energy out of you? You just feel it. Like you feel drained. You feel it in your body. It's not good for you. It's distracting you. It's, it's, it's pulling you into this place where you just don't feel good. Pay attention to these things. I'd like you to be self-aware right now. The people who are the most efficient... And the people who are the most successful in what they're doing, they're aware of the little things, the little impulses that take away their time. I know one of the things, and I'll I'll confess one of my own, and so here we go. Now we're in confession. So I will confess to you that one of the things that um, my friend has gotten me hooked on is this stupid app called Word Bubbles. And it's basically where you try to find words in like this crossword-looking thing, and you're trying to pick out where all the words are. So it's basically like a crossword. That's basically what it is. You're trying to find the words, and it's this game called Word Bubbles. And I've noticed that every once in a while, I'll have that game on, especially when I'm stressed, and I'll use it as an escape. And I've noticed it recently, and my friend has said to me, she said, Garrett, um, you need to put that away. And I'm like, you're right. I need help. I need help. Every impulsive move I have is now reaching to the cell phone to play Word Bubbles. But... It comes back to haunt her because then I'll look at her and say, what are you doing on Facebook? What are you doing with these apps that you're constantly opening up from Facebook and Instagram and checking out what, uh, you know, what Kim Kardashian is doing? Nobody needs to know about that stuff. Throw that stuff away. Nobody needs to know. Remember, do you remember what the world was like before social media? Because somehow I don't. I, like, I, I, I seem to remember 20 years ago, life was a little bit more sane. Of course, I was younger then, so maybe the world wasn't so complicated. But it just seems like with the abundance of information out there, it's enough to drive people nuts. So what I'm encouraging people to do right now is take a hiatus. Take some time away from that stuff that's sucking you in there, sucking up your energy, when you can you be using it at, on yourself, using it to replenish, if you, if you look for your day, if you look in your day, a lot of people tell me, I don't have time in the day to take time for myself. Bullshit. That's bullshit. If you take a look at how much time you waste in a day on things that are not good for you, you could probably come up with a, with a period of time that you can have for yourself. If that's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, take some time to meditate, take a yoga class, You know, call up a friend and just have a conversation about something funny that happened to you or that happened to the other person. Take the time out of your day, out of your day for you. This is the time to do it because if you're not doing it now, come the new year, you will pay for it. This is the time of year where people accumulate debt, they accumulate eat bad eating habits, okay? They accumulate all this stress that eventually comes through and bursts through the seams and in the new year they're depressed. I don't want you to be one of these one of these people once the 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 uh, the, the time of the year is over where there's no longer any thing to look forward to except for snow in the new year. Maybe you got a birthday. If you have a birthday, happy birthday. But the bottom line is that typically the new year there's a period between January and March where people are are 
typically depressed. That is the key time for people to be depressed. So all the stress that's going on now, are, are everybody takes time to escape. They escape through alcohol and different things like that. It's good to spend time with friends. I think that's a great idea. Hopefully this time of year is the time of year where you're going to have fun. You're going to, you're going to spend time with friends. You're going to spend time with family. But be aware of the things that accumulate in terms of stress. Be aware of the fact that you need to take time for yourself. In this podcast today, I'd also like to explore what are some subtle ways that you can make your life better? What are some subtle ways that you can improve upon yourself to be sharper, to be, um, to be more refined, and to get away from the things that you are dragging you away from the success that you desire in life? And I, like I said, I recognize this is a time of year to be overwhelmed, but you know, this is also a time of year that if you can find ways to refine yourself now, come the new year when you have more time, you're going to be an outstanding human being. You're going to be, you're going to be on the ball. You're going to be a machine capable of taking on more and more challenges in your life. And it's something we covered last week in the podcast was that the ones who are most successful aren't the ones who run away from complicated pieces of life. They're people who, who are capable of enduring stressful times. Well, we need to figure out how not only can you uh, sharpen your tools at this time of year, but once you do that, how can you do that so that the next year you're on the ball, you're on the game, you know exactly what you need to do. You've got your eye on the prize and you're an oiled machine ready to take on those challenges that are coming up in the new year. So we're going to focus this next section on how you can start to control your impulses and how you can learn more self-control to be a well-oiled machine performing at your best. Anybody here pass me a beer and I'm gonna keep playing this music that you hear and if you know the song come sing along with me Walking with the beach to my left, seat to my right, and I'm gonna get faded at the tiki bar tonight. Hey guys, Garrick and O here, and I want to ask you, how's your relationship? Do you and your partner feel strong and connected? How about your sex life? Do the two of you feel passionate or are you bored? How about your communication? Can the two of you talk openly with one another about anything? Or are you often close off and talking about anything or something difficult is like pulling teeth. Well, I'm here to help you feel more connected and help your relationship grow. You got to visit garrettsguidance.com and download my audio program, Believe in Us, absolutely free. And in this program, I go through research specifically to provide you with tools to improve your relationship. I also use years of my experience as a therapist, helping couples overcome some of their greatest pain, whether it's an affair or whether you just hurt each other emotionally or you're feeling distant. If you want to take your relationship to the next level and grow as a couple where you feel passionate and strong about one another, you've got to visit my website. Go to garrettsguidance.com and pick up my audio program on relationships absolutely free. Once again, that's garrettsguidance.com. Pick up my audio program, Believe in Us, absolutely free, and it will change your life. I guarantee it. Hey, I heard you are a wild one. Ooh, 
Welcome back to the Garrett's Guiding Show. Today we're talking about how you can improve yourself. And before the break, I'd, I'd mentioned how it's important to take time for yourself. Like this time of year is stressful. It's important to be able to uh, take some time to relax, take some time to make sure that you're taking care of yourself physically, taking care of yourself emotionally, because there's a lot of demands that happen at this time of year. This time of year is very stressful for people, including students, you know, people who are in school having exams and Everybody's got, you know, tournaments that they need to go to if you have kids and all sorts of different things. So there's demands everywhere this time of year and stores are busy and parking lots and all sorts of things that are just making us freak out. Well, here's the thing. If you're capable of being um, capable of sharpening yourself so that you can take on these challenges each and every day without losing your mind, without breaking down without starting to guzzle alcohol, without starting to overeat, without indulging and getting lost in social media because you want to escape your life, if you can start getting away from your vices and start sharpening yourself now, by the time the new year comes around, you'll develop habits that are going to propel you and being more productive and being able to attain your goal much faster and being able to be more successful in the new year. This is the time to do it. It's not the time period when things are easy that you need to be sharpening. It's now. Because now determines how you're going to perform going forward. The habits that you create now and how you deal with your stress are going to dictate the person you're going to be in the next year. You don't want to start and wait till January and say, well, now now I'm going to try to change myself. That's a bad idea because it's a New Year's resolution and it always dies. You never succeed. You ever notice that? The people who always start that New Year's resolution, I can tell you right now, go to a gym in January and then go to a gym in March. The same gym, all of a sudden, that those people who are so committed won't be there. But 10% of the people who are new, who started out in January, will actually be there in March. 10%, if that. I guarantee it. Walk into a gym, you'll see it. You'll see it absolutely, it's the worst time for me to go to the gym because everybody seems to think that they're going to change and they get motivated and they really think, well, now I'm going to lose all that weight and I'm going to be a better person. No, no. The time to be a better person isn't when things are easy. It's when they're tough. It's when they're difficult. It's when you have to do the things that you don't want to do, even though you're stressed, even though you've got pressure, even though life has demanded more from you, you have to demand more from yourself. You have to take a look at the impulses that you have to run away from your problems, to run away from life and its stressors, and actually come back in and pull yourself together to be a refined individual. So what does that look like? That means that if you're going to 20 different Christmas parties this year, and you're trying to commit yourself to a diet, that you have a strict guideline on what you can and can't eat. That means that you have to be able to notice that there's a part of yourself that's probably going to tell you in your brain, oh, I really want that that nice dessert that they have. Ooh, I really want to eat all that fat food right now. Oh, God, I could really go for that. 
as soon as your mind starts to play this nice little recording and maybe even negotiate things with you, you know, Garrett, I think you're allowed to have it this time. You'll have it this time and then you'll work it off at the gym later on. You know what? Screw it. Why bother? Let's just eat the whole thing now and we'll deal with the results later on. No, no, no. That is not the time to cave in. If you're on a diet, the time to cave in is not now. Now is the time to refine yourself and to say, you know what? I know I want that, but I've designated this date to have whatever I want. I'm going to wait for that date because that's when I said it was okay. It's okay to have it on Christmas Eve, Christmas dinner. That is going to be my period of time. If I go here, you know what I'm only going to have? I'm only going to have one thing. That's it. I'm not going to go ahead and start pegging out because I know that that's not going to be good for me. Or the same thing financially. Financially, it's a great opportunity, a great time to be able to make sure that you're refining yourself because you're going to have to pay that bill. You're going to have to pay for the things you're doing now in the future. The question is, is how big is the bill? How big is the toll going to be on your body? How big is the toll going to be on your finances? How big is the toll going to be on you emotionally and stress? If you're not taking care of the little things now and you have to make sure that you're aware of that voice in your head that's trying to negotiate, it is trying to tell you to reach for a cookie. It is it's trying to tell you to spend that extra money. It is trying to tell you uh, that you can um, that you don't need to stay on whatever diet or whatever plan that you had for yourself, that it's okay while you're stressed, so it's okay to have another drink. It's okay to have X, Y, and Z. You see, it's important to pay attention to these because your mind is the one that you need to be able to refine and learn self-control with. To be able to focus on what it is that you want for yourself in the new year. Who do you want to be in the new year? Do you want to be somebody who's strong and capable of taking on more challenges? Do you want to be the person who builds a business? Do you want to be the person who continues to propel themselves personally and professionally? Because when you learn self-control in one area, you can do it in others. When you learn that little trick that your mind is the one that's going to try to talk you into things, that you need to be aware that you're going to ignore that voice. You need to be aware of the impulse, the part of you that is pulling you emotionally to do things that you may not want for yourself. And you have to be able to be aware of it. You have to pay attention to it. You have to say, oh, this is me um, giving in to something else. And I'll tell you how it starts. It starts out as simply a negotiation that takes place. Well, let's just do it a little. It's okay to have a little bit of this. And then it starts to break in through that, that door. It breaks in through that one door. The second you negotiate with yourself and you break a contract with someone, with yourself, and, and you, you get away from the person that you want to be, that person in the future that you wanted to be so badly ceases to exist. They disappear. And they do because you haven't learned to be able to deal with yourself in your moments of weakness. In your moments when you're stressed, in the moment where things are difficult. And that's why it's so important to be self-aware, to see how your mind tricks you into things. And one of the things that you can do, and this is something that I encourage both with my clients and with people that I know, is that any time that you happen to have a vulnerability to something, you try to keep it out of sight. The truth is the idea of out of sight and out of mind actually works fairly well. 
We do know that if you put, there's a, a test called the, the marshmallow test, and this is something you want to look up. The marshmallow test is all about uh, children in school. Basic, well, I'll give you the premise of it. A, um, a psychologist was trying to measure self-control, and what are some things that help people gain more self-control, and what tends to keep people from um, giving in? basically, to the things that they want. And so they took marshmallows and put it right in front of kids and said, listen, if you refrain from eating this marshmallow for 15 minutes, I I don't remember the time period. It might have been 15 minutes, 10 minutes, 5 minutes. Anyway, for a period of time, they put a marshmallow in front of the kid, and if the kid doesn't eat the marshmallow, they get two. But if they eat the marshmallow, they only get one. And they, they, they did this with various types of things. It wasn't just... Uh, marshmallows, but it was called the marshmallow test because that's how it originated. It originated by putting it right in front of the kid and seeing what would happen. And the kids would develop various strategies. The ones who were able to avoid eating the the uh, the marshmallow, the ones who were able to avoid eating it, developed strategies. And these strategies were actually fairly helpful. They're fairly effective. They're they're good for adults too. But what's interesting is the ones who didn't eat the marshmallow actually had better impulse control as adults too. They learned whatever tools that they applied with the marshmallow, they also applied in other areas of their life. They had more stable relationships. They were better off financially. They had more stable lives. They had more education. They were stayed in school longer. These are things that are so important. Impulse control is one of the biggest skills that you can have to to, to create a stronger foundation in life. And it's a habit. It's a habit. So what are these strategies that these, these kids used? Well, one of the things that a kid did, for example, is they closed their eyes. <laughs> they sat there with the marshmallow right in front of them and they would close their eyes. They would put their hands over their eyes not to see it. So that's this idea of out of sight, out of mind. They actually removed their visual cortex from seeing the thing And that created a little bit less desire for the marshmallow. And that turns out to be true. Visual stimulation happens to be huge in terms of uh, attracting things for humans. We are visual creatures. If you can remove vision from a person, that's helpful. So anything that you want in your life, put it in front of you. And anything you don't want, remove it from your field of vision vision determines the outcome. So one of the things that advertisers are good at, advertisers know this. If you want to take a look at something, take a look at Google ads and how they show up. They show up based upon websites that you visited. If you, a good example is I visit uh, Fanatics. Fanatics is um, a, a website where you can buy all sorts of memorabilia for sports. Well, guess what shows up in my Google ads all the time ever since I visited the Fanatics website? You got it. Whole bunch of sports memorabilia from Fanatics. It shows up all the time. And so I have, I've had to learn to, <laughs> to look away from these Google ads and to get away from websites that have these Google ads because I keep on looking at things that I want. And if I want to be better financially, 
I've got to learn to be able to control those impulses, those little parts of me that says, Garrett, spend, Garrett, spend, Garrett, spend. And the same thing when it comes to to alcohol, if you keep that away from yourself, you're not going to drink as much. The same thing with sweets. If you keep it out of your line of sight, you're not going to eat as much. I don't keep a lot of sweets in my house for that specific reason. I don't want to go out and start eating whatever it is that's in my cupboard. So if I don't want, if I don't want something in my diet, I keep it away from my house. That's the best way to learn impulse control is to be able to keep it out of sight. So that's one of the things I'd like you to do is if you, if you happen to go to a party and there are things that you know that you shouldn't be having at this time of the year, walk away from them, get them out of your sight as much as you possibly can. If you're hanging out with somebody and you're talking to somebody and it's right in front of you, chances are you're going to reach for that. Stay away from websites that are pulling you into things that you don't want. All these ads that are popping up, that's not good for you. Stay away from that. The, these algorithms know that you like it. And so you've got to remove yourself from them as much as possible. So learning impulse control at this time of year is incredibly important. The other thing that the kids disclosed, which I also think is important, is they also distract themselves in other ways. So they would think of things. They would think of what it would be like to have two marshmallows rather than just one. They thought of the outcome, the end result. So that's fascinating. They thought about who they wanted to be. They thought about the outcome that they wanted in order to control their impulses that they had in the present moment. So that's another tool. Think of who you want to become. Focus more on that than the pleasure of the present moment. That'll help guide you. So what are three things? Three things that we can take away from this podcast here today, Garrett. Well, one, this is the time of year where you need to take care of yourself. De-stress. Because otherwise that stress is going to put pressure on you to reach out to things that you don't want. Number two, Make sure that you keep things out of your line of sight. Keep them away. Keep them out of the line of sight so that you can learn more self-control. Number three is if you if you're, notice that it's in front of you, start to distract yourself. Start to think about other things. Put your mind to, to work on other things. You'll notice that that area of your life will change dramatically. So that's it for this week. I hope that you have a good week. And just remember, as always, real guidance, as always, it comes from within. Take care.